All right, welcome back to the Order of the Higher Men. I'm Chris. I'm Jerry. I'm Will. What are we talking about tonight, guys? Took a trip to California. I'd like to talk about California a little bit. How was that? Uh, California is California, man. I mean, a lot of like... Liberals? Liberals, obviously. (laughs) Just uh, weird uh, purple chopped up hair, uh, frilly outfits, you know? I haven't been to California in a while, actually. So I don't know what it looks like, so... I think everybody has can't afford to go to like a regular store, so they go to like thrift stores. Everybody shops at thrift stores there because everything's so expensive; they have no choice but to shop. I know, and then they call it fashion. You know, they're like, literally, they're like, "Well, this is all I can afford." So if you don't understand it, you're not cool. You're racist. (laughs) (laughs) You're racist if you don't like my frilly jacket. Is Um, it? uh, Is there a lot of homeless there? There was a lot of homeless uh, trash on the underpasses. Everything's just really run down and it had like kind of a depressing, like sad vibe to it. Like I went to Newport Beach um, and everybody seemed like totally just homeless people everywhere just sitting around, you know, and and homeless people that you wouldn't even think are homeless. Like I I saw a young lady, probably maybe she was in her 30s, early 30s, looked like a normal person. Right. But I, I noticed she just kept wandering around and then. I put two and two together and she had a huge backpack. So I'm like, oh, she's homeless. You know, it, it's just the, the the homeless people, you don't really, you can't really spot them because they're just everywhere. Like you, you couldn't pick them out of a lineup. You can't separate them from yeah. the people that are actually doing well. No, it's crazy. They and then the same. Cause they're you, all doing shitty. Yeah. And then you got the bar. Okay. There's a bar called Blackies. It's like a, I guess like an old timey uh, Newport beach bar. And there's all the boomers are in there. You know, the, 55 60 year old guys just kind of chilling I, I don't know how they could even have a good time with the hellscape they they ushered in but it, it california is like this okay i went to eat at a restaurant and this is how this is how crazy they are over there right okay so i go to get food right we sit down the waitress comes up to me and she says well this is how it works you got to scan the qr code then you got to download an app and then you order all your food on the app, right? And you have to pay for your food and you have to give a 15% ta- uh, gratuity or a tip before you even your food even gets processed or brought out. Fuck that. It's all against the consumer. Now we're forced to give a tip. I hate that. And you know what I was tripping out about? This is what it is. This is straight communism because, right, first off, you can't inspect the food before you eat it. No. You have to pay ahead of time. Second off, you're participating in the labor of the restaurant. Because you're, you're doing everything, you're you're ordering your own food, right? Um, you're you know what I mean. You have to basically do part of the work, and then you don't get a chance to gauge the effectiveness or the quality of the service. You just have to pay the tip before you even get the food. It was it was madness, and there's no cash allowed. Wow. So, so I tell you one thing, man. If I went to a restaurant and they fucking just said you got to pay a fifteen percent gratuity. Before I receive my food, that's all you're getting is 15%. I'm a, I'm a good tipper. No, I, I I like tipping too, but yeah. it, it's just the point of it. Like I always tip well. Will knows that. Like over 20% for me. Yeah, me too. But it's like I I want to choose my tip. I, maybe yes. I don't like my waiter, and that that's where dominance hierarchies and like uh you being good at your job. Uh, you'll get a better tip. I mean, that's part of the gig, right? And they're they're literally getting free money. You're paying them for just saying hello to you. 
Uh, that's why I have no desire to go to California. It's like redistribution of uh, money, basically. If you sit in there, you're getting your money redistributed. The consumers yeah. are going to consume. You don't have to force them to consume or pay the people to do the work for the consumer to create the product. And the problem, yeah, and the problem what I thought was kind of weird is like, okay, so you sit in there, you're automatically getting taxed. But the problem is, the bigger picture is we see it as odd because we're a little older. But the younger kids aren't going to know. They're going to pay everything in a card and they're going to get ripped immediately. And they won't know that before they might have had a choice, whether to tip or not, right. or whether to pay or not. And then when you get your meals, it's like nachos. There's like like three pieces of meat on there maybe and some cheese that's... You can lower the quality and crazy. still charge full yeah. price for everything. And we're in such a low quality time right now because nobody wants to work. So you're going to get the lowest, worst yep. shape of whatever they're creating. And and I don't blame them. You have to take into consideration they're not a really nice workforce either. The working conditions are shit. The employer doesn't care about the employee. No, for se. sure. And it's not anything against the waitresses. No, it's the big companies. The, the corporations, yes. the way they run it. It's ridiculous. It's a slave. It's like modern day slavery. It's sweatshops. It's hell. Like Amazon Prime drivers, I feel bad for like all drivers that have to deliver to people's conveniency. The people that get to sit at home and work at a desk. Like I'm not hating against those people, but they're going to be more prone to buy online things and you're making somebody else having to fucking... Yeah, the, the, de- every the decimal need. movers. Yeah, the decimal yeah. movers, the, the, the online advertising guys. Yeah, oh, that'd be me. I'll be honest with you. I'm like, I'll, I'll, I'll order shit on fucking line, dude. And I, I, oh, we all do. If I work, yeah, if I work from home, you kidding me? Oh, I'd be like, fucking getting a fucking pull-up bar. I'd be getting all the cool weird shit to be doing stuff at home because I'm there full-time. That's my yeah, job. I'd be but, fucking retarded. Yeah, on. I just don't know how I feel about society <laughs> oh, letting that be kosher. Like, no, we don't. Wow. We don't like it. And that's the thing. But they got us because Amazon, everybody knows, is is, is amazing service. You order something, you get it the next day. I mean, it's you get it the next day. It's crazy. But we know where it's headed. We're pushing to a like a point break, dude, because Amazon driver, I seen a video the other day, this Amazon driver, UPS, whatever kind of driver he was, he was delivering a package and he was just tossing it from like his truck step and he just like pulled it out, just threw it on the guy's porch. And the guy came out because he had one of those cameras and he came back and threw it at the delivery guy. And it turned into an altercation. So it was like Ace Ventura, like, sounds broken. And he's like, most likely, sir. <laughs> Bet it was something nice, though. <laughs> yeah, kicking it down the hallway yeah. and shit. <laughs> Steal the dog and then beat him out in the ashtray. Yep. It's a good movie. Yeah, and, and it's just weird. When you see it, it's normal over there. And then I and then I go to Newport Beach, right? Before I go there, I go to the store. I'm like, you know what? I haven't had a beer all weekend. I'll get a tall boy, right? Three ninety nine for one little beer. You know, because you go to the beach, you know, you kind of, you got to have a beer at least, right? Loosen up, yeah. And um, three ninety nine. then I try to purchase it at the, at the uh, little self-checkout and I get yelled at what? because we're not, I didn't know the policy of the store is like a pavilion store and you can't buy it at that certain checkout. You got to buy it somewhere else. It was just weird. It, like California has so many little rules on everything. You have to pay for a bag. Yeah. They don't have bags. It's bag tax. And they have uh, straws that are made out of like cardboard or something and they disintegrate while you're drinking your stuff falling apart you're yeah. drinking oh yeah and then next thing you know you're sucking up some fucking cardboard parts exactly yeah that's it's what horrible. it's like and california is like this like every residential you drive down there's cars parked one after another one after another one after another there's people everywhere i went down to downtown anaheim and um it was really run down it, it was like it was almost like beach chairs sitting out in front of like buildings and 
people were sitting around like like that's normal. It just it was really dystopian and just it was off putting. Cool stuff though. I went to a nice vintage shop and bought a couple things, but the the, the whole the aesthetic of California is it just is very run down and spirit's not there. The joy, yeah, the joy behind it's not there. It's just people kind of wandering around. You have the normal like. 20 to 30 year old women because they're mostly always the ones out shopping just hanging out around and enjoying their living their best lives or whatever they say but i don't know i i i'm not a fan of california anymore i don't think most people are i I just remember how it was when i was a kid and i I know that it's never going to be like that again but it just kind of it just kind of anybody that's a little older and has seen it transition it's kind of a sad thing to see what's happened well and then you got all the people that are fleeing California that have been there for generations and now they're coming to Arizona they're going to Texas Colorado and now those housing markets are booming and it's something that these places have never seen so they're not able to take on the situation those same people there those same people are bringing their fucking policies with them right yeah they're same leftist policies and they're they're clueless I mean they're just totally clueless that's what brought, brought them here in the first place yeah they're living like five people to a little shack and they're getting charged like three thousand five hundred a month, and then they, they, they come over here. They do the same thing. They hyperinflate the market, and then everybody's doing, playing. Uh, they're we're all living like friends from New York. You know that's what they want us. to We're do all like. paying five dollars per gallon of gas. Yeah. It's not fun. It's communism because they just want us to live like roaches. We're numbers to them, and they've got us by the balls, like you've said. Well, Matt, imagine, imagine like. You go back to like the 60s when Arnold Schwarzenegger could come out from Germany or Austria. He's, is he German? Austrian. He's Austrian, right? Yeah, yeah. I should know that. But I I did see this one thing with uh, Schwarzenegger real quick years ago that he he was in front of a bunch of German bodybuilding fans when he was really young and they got mad at him. So he, he told all the Germans, you Germans are nothing without an Austrian to lead you. That's kind of funny. <laughs> but anyway, that's Arnold Schwarzenegger t- story I heard. Yeah. But I mean, he, I don't think he's wrong. <laughs> though, you know. That's pretty funny. But no, yeah. he came out, he came out to Venice Beach in the 60s. They had a little uh house I heard and they would do masonry work and just like little things here and there while they trained for their competitions. And you could do that back then. You could be a hippie and kind of hang by the beach and hang out in Venice or I, there, there's just none of that. My parents anymore. grew up there in the '80s. Did they? Oh, dude, I got stories for days. Where were they living? You know, they lived down in Riverside. That's where my mom was from, and they lived in like Moreno Valley area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know Moreno so Valley. Yep. They they lived there for a long time. My my grandpa had a house there back in like the '60s. And they lived there. They lived a lot of places. They lived in like Ohio. They lived in a lot of really cool places. But California was like where all my aunts were born, my mom. And it's really close to my family. So to watch it go to what it is now is really sad. But how they describe it was a lot of fun. I mean, my cousin Christy, she's a lot older than I am. But she has a story of when my mom took her to a Motley Crue concert out there. They were having a hell of a time. And Dude, Molly Crew is a badass concert. I, I could only imagine. Yeah, I bet. Or or back in the day, my mom was like 10 or 12 years old, and my aunt drove across country, and they didn't have any air conditioning in the truck, so they drove topless all the way to California from like Oklahoma or something like that. And the floorboard was rotting out under their feet as they were driving there. 
Yeah, that's crazy. Old school Americana. Yeah, it's just a yeah, road trip cross country. Yeah, not knowing be, if you're gonna make it or not. They, that's what you call fun. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I've done similar things. Yeah, I, I moved, yeah, I moved across the country six times before I was fucking eighteen years old. Gosh, that's crazy. That's nuts. The guy that's born in Phoenix and really hasn't has never moved away yet. Yeah, I've seen all tank. different parts of Arizona. Like I've lived everywhere in the valley. So I, I, I mean, even inner cities have different areas and how oh, they for sure. are. But outside of that, Arizona's been home for well, a long well, time. Phoenix. Yeah. Aesthetics wise, man, the West Side is like a bomb in it, dude. It's bad. You go to the convenience stores, you don't know if you're gonna get killed or, or raped, even if you know, it's it's nuts. It's dude, it doesn't matter. Even as a man, you don't yeah. even know. More often, <laughs> it's like Bond fucking Bond Alley and starts raping your asshole. <laughs> it's it's crazy. It's Give like, me that ass, boy. Smell like a pig. <laughs> Deliverance. <laughs> Jesus. It, it's it's fuck. dude, Phoenix is rough. Like the West Side's mostly major cities in general are rough, dude. And, in yeah. Chicago, this there was an armed deal that happened on the streets. People were shooting at each other, and the attorney general of Chicago was just like, "Oh, that's um, what did she call it? She called it something really stupid that just made no sense." Oh yeah, like almost like a modern day dueling. Yes, it was like, oh, it was just a. Um, oh, yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. What did they say? Like it was uh Mutual combat. Mutual combat. There you go. I was blown away. I was like, excuse me, what? Oh, I'm, so, cool. I, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with mutual combat. I think we should bring back dueling. I've always said that. Yeah. Because it would reassert the dominance. Okay, then like get rid week. of January 6th then. Stop talking about the insurrection. They won't. They won't. They're still no. fight, They're still getting people, dude. They're investigating. They're still so. getting people. It's crazy. So we're not allowed to dude, do it, they, but they're allowed to do it. They don't, do I just read that? an article that they don't have any charges like of these guys actually committing no. any type of insurrection. Same thing if that Lance Corporal or the, the Corporal or whoever that... No, not Corporal. I'm sorry. Lieutenant the, Colonel. There you go. Yep. What about the, the young black kid that shot up that high school and got out of jail the next day? Is that Texas? Or where'd that one happen? No. Oh, yeah, that Texas? was Texas. Yeah, that was Texas for sure. Really? Yeah. It's terrible. I, I don't know how our school was getting. Well, they They're, said that he was, uh, he, was, he was uh, wealthy and that he was getting bullied, and that's why he had to shoot up the school. I, I guess he, he hit like a teacher and... Yeah. Yeah, his lawyer said um, this wasn't a shooting like all other shootings. Uh, it's because he's black. You know what I mean? Right. No, for sure. And that's... You know, if it was a white kid... We'd hear about it till our ears bled. Yep. There'd be another Black Lives Matter fucking yeah, riot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we just need to fucking move to where we are. Dude, you know what's crazy is that it, the people, for, for instance, like, they always say that, like, in the news, when something like that happens, they never sh told us the race. They really never said anything until it slowly comes out. Because right. they want to control any narrative. And when right. it's a, a black kid, and then it was a black kid that was bullying him. So they always try to show it like maybe it was some white kids that were harassing him. And then, no, it was a black kid. Yeah. You know, uh, I I watched the um, Dave Chappelle comedy special the other day. And he was talking about like like when he was in, in quarantine for COVID. Because he had COVID, but he didn't have any symptoms. He was talking about watching nothing but all those videos of all the Asian guys getting their asses kicked by the black guys over and over and over again. That's you know. That's a statistic. It, yeah, and it was happening like crazy, but they tried to blame that on white guys, like white supremacy. No. I, I'm assuming because they think that the whites hold the construct so that the the prevailing culture makes them at a 
disadvantage, so they have to lash out, right? Well, it's the victim mentality. No, too. of course. Yeah. So they, they they play that victim card and they win all arguments. So yeah, I know. Nobody's having a good time right now. I mean, I it's every the isms every, too. Yeah. They've labeled people. Once you give somebody an ism tag, it stays with them forever. And that's the boomers. They love the. They love to say racism or sexism. They give you like a physical tag and you yeah. have to go on the metaphysical level and just look through or their word. Yeah, or a phobia tag. Them. Yeah. And, and this is what happens with that. You're like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. You got to keep backpedaling, but there's nowhere to backpedal. And then that person got folds. You. That person folds. Yeah. Their construct gets weak because the, the individual doesn't stay strong. They have no eye. They have no a higher being that they look to. So they're malleable. So somebody calls them a name or that they hear an influence from somebody else, they're going to turn into that idea or person. I was, I, I, I seen online, this guy, he was, uh, some, some history like thread. And he, he was talking about, well, I'm a, uh, you know, I have a PhD in history and he's a boomer, you know, gray haired guy. And I seen a little thumbnail, you know, a little picture of him. And he's like, just goes on a rant about racism. I'm like, you boomers, like, this is the thing about you guys. You guys think that's the worst thing we got to deal with in this reality is racism? What about these large corporate entities Entities that are they're raping us? They're making money, us? dude. They're making we, money off something. Let's, that's why let's they're talk pushing about that. racism. Let's keep talking about racism. Let's keep talking about racism. So we're all fighting each other while these guys keep getting rich. Yes. And keep getting more rich. And then they raise taxes and then I'm like, people I don't aren't even paying wanna, attention to that. Yeah, They're I don't even want to so hear about it. Levels, dude. I don't even want to hear about it. I'm like, dude, everybody's having problems. We're all um, going through it. You got the white guys in the corner, uh, broke, poor. I see young white girls on every corner. I guess they're on opioids. I don't know. Homeless. You know, begging for change. I'm sick of it. But you go to the doctor and it's like you either got a, an Indian doctor or a Chinese doctor. So... And the stats on that are pretty clear that the whites are like 10th on the list of average income. They're not doing very well. So they're always racism, racism, racism. You know, I, I, it gets it gets really old because then you, you got to try to fight against that. And there's no way to fight against that label. Or you have to prove how unracist you yeah, are. You're like, I have a black friend. Yeah. And that makes you look stupid. Yeah. That makes yeah. you look stupid. Nah. Well, the thing is, man, the Internet has made them tough. Like when I was growing up in the Southeast, you fought. You like if you had a problem with somebody, you call them a racist or whatever have you. You you fought, or you, you just fist. came to agreement. Like you you, or, you you knocked each other's fucking teeth in. You called it a fucking day. Or say the guy say the guy is a racist, and then you're the you're the race he particularly doesn't like. Well, then stay away from the guy. It's not rocket science. Are you gonna berate this guy and like lecture him and school him on how wrong his belief system is? Leave the guy alone. If he's not harming you, or if he's not even talking to you, or maybe he's not physically attacking you, what does it matter? That's me on the bigger picture. We're, we're focusing on things that we don't have the epidemics of white guys, like burning down black businesses. We don't have, I haven't seen any Ku Klux Klan guys rolling down the street. I, I'm not seeing what they're saying. And we're, we live in Arizona, which is supposedly a red state, which if that those things were happening, they'd be happening here, right? Well, we don't ever see them and you don't even hear about them. No, because our cultural diversity is our strength. They keep preaching that and they're trying to get everybody on that same mentality. So when you speak out against that narrative of the the one united... Well, diversity, dude, cultural diversity is, is, is code for less white guys. Everybody knows right. that now. You, If you went to Mexico and you were white guys and we kept telling them cultural diversity in their own country... They'd beat our ass. They would kick our asses out. Dude, they'd probably kill us. Yeah. 
They'd be like, you you gavachos are done. Yeah, let's chop off your fucking heads. They'd put us underneath the prison or something. It wouldn't work. But over here and in the West in general, you know, all the they're predominantly uh, European countries that did exist. They build nice societies. So other people want to inhabit them. But now they're getting berated in their own societies. And most I think most white people are just in shock. They don't know what is going on. They don't understand where it's coming from. Most white right minded. Yeah. The white liberal is the cancer of society. Because they're rooting for the fall of Western civilization. They see it as a sil- a sickness or an illness. Well, and I and I and I can play devil's advocate. I get okay, what are we gonna replace it with? They have nothing, nothing to replace better. it with. No. They have no construct to put in its place. Communism, well, they've already tried that. It, it, it so many millions of people have died under communism. It doesn't work. It it stamps out any freedom or any any uh, assertion on the dominance hierarchy. They, so it's it's less freedom and it's a it's a sad existence, but they keep pushing it. It is, and and the thing about leftism too, left lefties acknowledge that what they're doing is okay. So they're like, oh, it's fine that we're gonna go this far. They you don't know your limits on the left. On the right, they've smashed down the right and said, no, you can't do this because well, yeah, you're well, doing the uh, tribalism and it, they, they called it fascism and all of that. But when you go left, there's no limits because everybody's no, no. agreeing with you. They'll, they'll go straight. Status. They'll go all the way to the left to communism. Yeah. They'll go as far as possible. They, and even worse than communism is like anarcho communism where there's like no laws and it's super left. It's crazy. And if you want to at least like, Hey, you know, maybe I want a couple, a couple laws that are, that, that kind of coincide with justice or freedom then all of a sudden you're an extremist. You're so right. You're literally the mustache man. This is madness, dude. Like, you we don't have like any representation for like maybe if you're like a Catholic or you're a pious Christian or something. You don't have any representation in the United States. No. All they do is like berate the Christians mostly. And because I think they know you have limits too. No, they take that to an account and they're just like, all right, well, you're not going to say anything if I do this because you're you're. A God-fearing man, so I'm gonna take that to my. Oh, they they know they're gonna acquiesce or turn the other cheek, and they're like, they're so they're gonna lose by default. And the left is like this devouring monster that just destroys everything in its in its path, and they keep making up a new word every week. Man, it's like the alphabet people, the LGBTQZ two. Oh, they have like a two in there now. Two two (laughs) two pluses as well. So number two and two pluses. Negative to the pi third ratio. That's fucking weird. The the ambassador for Canada, uh, whatever his name is, Trudeau. Oh, the prime minister. Yeah, he was trying to say it, and he said LGE, and I laughed my ass off. LGE, like the yeah, (laughs) like the electronics. Hilarious. Because they can't even keep up with lies. It's so hard to keep up with lies, dude. It keeps on changing. They're. They're, what they're trying to introduce is something that is so malleable and so just weightless. It doesn't mean anything. Well, this is the thing about it, too. I, I tell people about language, right? Language itself is a control construct. It's a God construct. What do I mean God construct? When you say a word, it, you speak it. It's a vibration. You project it into reality. It lays on your conscious mind. So it works on it. And what it does is it evokes either feeling good chemicals or feeling bad chemicals. So either takes that or takes it away, takes or gives it, right? So if you, you say something good to a person like, oh, you, you should be anti-racist, and then they get a dopamine rush or they, they, they feel like a, a good feeling rush, like a pat on the back. It's like right? an affirmation. Exactly. Yeah, so, right. so if you tell a guy he's racist, then he's going to have the opposite feeling. He's actually going to get a, a bad feeling or a feeling more tied to shame. So he's not going to want to feel shameful, so he's going to 
not try to encounter that situation ever again. The, these larger uh, ideas, ideologies are using the, our own chemicals against us because we don't want to feel certain ways as humans. We'd rather not feel shame. Yeah. So we don't want to even engage in that conversation, most people. To me, their words have no fucking merit. No, because you've ascended to wizard level. When you ascended to wizard level, you know, like, your your spells like, don't work call, on me. Call me whatever fucking name yeah. you want. I've already been called whatever name there is in the book, you know, especially growing up in the Southeast, in, in Virginia, Southern Virginia. You know, it's kind of crazy on, um, like, how segregation is still pretty prevalent in that state, or especially in my, in the area that I grew up, without the signs, you know, coloreds only, whites only, whatever have you. Well, the weird thing about it is this is the, they know this from studies is that there's something called freedom of association. So if you notice, you go to like a church and it's like predominantly black people, it'll be mostly black people at that church. You go to right. another church, it's predominantly white people. Humans, for some reason, generally like to hang out with people that are more like them because maybe uh, subconsciously they, they perceive that they have the same value systems, right? Well, it's natural. It's a natural, yeah. It's it like it is natural. Thing, yeah. So with me on the race thing, now you go you go forward on that, you think about it. This is what the left is trying to do. They're trying to make certain groups of society ashamed of being born. But we, did, we didn't have a hand in being born. We never asked for it. So why should I be ashamed of something I never had anything to do with that I didn't ask for? So anybody that is ashamed of his race or makes apologies for something he had nothing to do with is, is either brainwashed, he's low IQ, or he's, he has a coward and has no honor. And that anybody that is on the spectrum of all the different racial groups should have respect for themselves and the ancestors. That doesn't mean you have to be malevolent or be an asshole to other groups, but you at least need to have some reverence for your being, for your for your physical self. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And that's why I don't like the left because they, they try to take that away from us. And I think that's the most, one of the most divine things that you can have is your ancestry. They don't respect the individual. Yeah, they don't respect the individual. Yep. It's true. They've taken our freedoms away. They've really uh, perverted us uh, all the way. Now they're digging in our bank accounts, telling us what to do with our children. There's just so many aspects of life that they've, try to take control on the government level mm -hmm. and it's that one rule one world rule that they're trying to one world lay order. over yeah they're trying and to lay it over us the right thing now about it if people don't know this by now i mean it's obvious why are they after the european descendants why is it constant why is it it's obvious i mean we vote differently we vote for freedom mostly above all and we also vote for land our main things are freedom of speech because to uh understand an idea it has to be spoken it has to be put out in reality so if we we can't change reality and we can't better the world around us if we can't speak on things so we like to do that okay that's one of our things now the second thing is we like any divine animal like a lion has claws or a shark has teeth uh, we, we like to protect ourselves we think that's a divine sovereign thing to be able to arm ourselves and protect ourselves so we like weapons and that's a thing that the left doesn't understand and European descendants were were highly tribal and were were warlike for a long time. So they they like warfare, not that they're engaging in it right now particularly, but that is that is an ancestral thing for them. And they they like to have weapons. They like to be able to protect themselves. And that's another thing we do. The third thing is land. We we like to be able to have a little plot of land like most other humans, but we don't particularly like to live on top of each other. And that's where communism is bad for the European descendants because we don't have dominion over our own properties and our own land. We don't, we don't have uh, We're a say. We're very territorial. Yes. And we like the symbiotic nature of, uh, 
of the self with nature. Now, other cultures like like Asians, they they live on top of each other and they're piled in, and they seem to be comfortable with that. Right. But us as a people, we don't particularly like that. We like our space. Now, um, that seems foreign to a lot of people, but that's kind of a European thing. We we just we we like the three the three foot rule. That's a cultural thing, and people just don't understand. There's there is differences in cultures, and uh, I think these guys know that. So I think those are the three main reasons why they're always pushing in the news that they hate white people because they know that the way we vote that that is looked at on the paradigm is right. Well, like from the it, libertarians all the way up to the Republicans, etc. It's our imagination. They see that as a threat as well. Our brains, how we think, like you're saying. I'm just saying if 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 and when COVID is over, I want some of you to still stay away from me six feet. Just no, saying. At this point, <laughs> at this point, you guys have shown yourselves like the left. You've shown who you really are, and we're we don't really. We're not really. I don't like you guys really that often. That yeah. much. I'm kind of against you, commies. You you really gangway or sick bay, bitch. Yeah, exactly. Like we don't really like you guys, man. We we tried to like educate you for five six years to our ideas. We just wanted to be free and um, to have stewardship for our own nation. Uh, a lot of people on the right are nationalists, and I think that's that's a more normal and natural behavior to steward your own environment. But these guys want to go international. What what uh stake do i have in pakistan as an american no. why should i want to be international i i care about the people around me and the people down my street the people in my city and that extends to my state and, and we've said it before, my country though we said in previous podcasts that we that we're, we're national you know we, yeah. we, we care about our neighbors our friends our yeah. family i'm not i'm not against these people from these other countries i'm more for us as Americans. It's like if you have a house and your family's not doing well, you can't really lend money out to your neighbor, help him fix his car. If you don't have a car, right? That's what's going on. Like we have to help ourselves first. And then most Americans are generous. They'd help other people. Right. But yep. that's where I'm at with that. It's common sense to me, but most people don't. Yeah. I've no, spread our love I, too thin. Yeah. I have no interest in what's going on in like Asia or and nor should the we. Middle East or whatever the fuck. That, 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 that does not concern me one bit. We should stay out of those places. It's our government's interest. Unless it's unless insane. they do something to us, then I don't give a fuck. And that's the way it should be. Let them live their lives the way that they choose to live their lives, whatever, whatever culture they want. Now, the left is like, nope, you have no culture. You're going to have the culture that we're going to make you have. And if you don't like it, we're either going to cancel you, we're going to fire you because of the COVID thing, right? right. You know, you don't want to take a shot. Now you don't have a job. It's that paranoia aspect that I think they have. They, that's why they want authoritarianism because they want to know they your want thoughts. They want to know what your money's going. They want to know if you've been if you've been healthed their way. They want to make sure that you're right in line with every other Mr. Smith. Yeah, they want you to yeah, total Mr. Smith. They want you to be interchangeable with any other person on the planet no matter what race, culture you're like you a are. Car. They're going yeah. in for service. It's crazy. Yeah. They want you to just be interchangeable, a cog in a machine and and this is another thing with the Europeans. We don't particularly like that. We want to succeed or fail on our own merit. Right. Mm -hmm. And this, and it's not just us. It's the other people that come to America with that same dream. So we have a dream. Jefferson and the founding fathers had a dream uh -huh. that we we're going to have dominatarchy, a free market. So men and women could rise and fall on their own merit. So then you're going to get the best shining examples of humanity because the limits are now put back to yourself. So you have... Uh, you have dominion over your own will. So you can create your own heaven on earth and nobody can keep you down. The state can't. 
And that's what the people don't understand with the left. The left will be all encompassing and they will control the individual to a point where there will be no no ability to move up and down the dominance hierarchy only if they allow it. So if your ideas aren't in step with the with the regime, then you're gone. That's the communism though, because So if you write a book that they don't like, it's gone. Economic they're economic centered. That's all they care about is yeah, money. GDP, yeah. Right. They only care about growth, dude. They don't care about your life. They don't care about your kids. Culture or anything. No. Dog, if that were the case, gas wouldn't be almost fucking five dollars a fucking gallon. Well they they, they or, care about their economic plans or shit and they don't understand like normal math. There wouldn't be there wouldn't be hundreds of fucking ships stuck out in the Pacific Ocean right now. There wouldn't be fucking inflation in materials for construction or any of that shit. There wouldn't be shortages of supply of anything. I think they're doing all that on purpose. I think they're fucking garbage. They're they're creating uh, catastrophes and tragedies to put. It's in affecting the, minds the normal of the people. It's not but affecting it. The, they want it to affect us. They want us. Right. They want us to accept communism. It's not affecting the higher edge of society. Not the economic guys. Those no. guys are doing fine. Bill Gates is doing great. I can all of them. Are. That. Yeah. Even the landlords. All these guys are doing, doing great. Fine. Yeah. The guys that it are helps them. Right. They bought into the economic system and they pay into it and they love it and they're they're still benefiting. That's why their stocks all grew during COVID. If you if you benefited during COVID, you're a piece of shit. Well, they and that's the thing. They don't care about the individual because no. they're, they're not thinking about it. So it's like anybody living their lives. You're not thinking about everybody else around you. You're kind of, you're in the zone. You're really doing your thing. You you reach out to a few people here and there, but you got to think the level of paranoia of these really rich people, they're only worrying about themselves. Like, And that's all we see. They, they might play the role, but if Bezos or... Musk, even Musk, man, they're they're all the same in their way. If they really cared, they'd be they would be helping out the average person, but they're not. They're more interested in hiding tax money and I will say at least Musk sent civilians to space instead of you know, Bezos fucking trying to say he went to space and he only went to the outer atmosphere. <laughs> Be, uh freaking uh Musk is like the super villain to all the all, it's all the other rich motherfuckers. Yeah, he's like yeah. the anti-hero. Dude, yeah, yeah, he's exactly the anti-hero. He's the venom, dude. He's not a Spider-Man or Superman, or nor is he a fucking um, a super villain from the comics. You know, he's he's anti-hero. So, like Venom, Venom, yeah. fucking. He didn't like heroes. He didn't like villains. So where was he? He's anti-hero. And the cool thing about Musk, dude, I, I always think Musk is our only chance for for having like a ready player one situation. I would hate that. Like, like I, I fucking love that shit. Well, I'm tech, dude. I love tech shit, dude. But uh, I don't like how it like encompasses people's lives. That's It absorbs them. But yeah, like, it's everything to them. Have you ever seen the movie or I read have. the book? I've, I watched the movie and then they had like trailers stacked that, like that's 17 the, high. That's the singularity they talk about where we're going to merge with machines. Like the, It's already happened. I, lo- I, I love the movie. I've, um, I haven't read the book yet, but I've heard the book is just phenomenal. I it, like Obviously, you can't fit a whole book into a movie. Like, How the fuck is that possible? But I love reading books, dude. It's awesome. That, and that's another thing that's being lost and they're doing the book burning and Amazon's getting rid of all of those things. So that's that's something that's being lost is aesthetic art. That stuff is beautiful, like Ready Player One. That's a good movie. It, it is. teaches us to stay away from like materialism and all of the, the buying. And Well, that's where we're headed. I, they're, inevitably. They're, ta- they're taking away like 
anything tangible and now it's all going digital like you don't have dvds anymore you don't have cds you have to i like the I'm ending the debit have you ever seen there. the movie i have but it was years ago and i see it's like so, an actual action of those people meeting up the, though the ending yeah. yeah the ending was so cool once they won you know the the easter egg or whatever that right. was in the game and he the group got control of the company they implemented a a rule that the the company would shut down for two days out of the week so people can actually live in reality. That's cool. And it's regulation. That's regulation yeah. on something that matters. And I think we're not regulating it. That They say we're not regulating enough, so well, they're they, trying to censor more good stuff so we can be more under the well, microscope of the government. Well, the crazy thing talking about that is like, they don't ever censor for the good, right? Okay, what was it last week? The Facebook whistleblower right she yeah. comes out she comes out man i read two sentences dude i already saw through it she she was complaining about january 6th and all these things the right it did saying that facebook dropped the ball so what does that tell you more censorship of the right will be coming it will be more extreme and they'll feel virtuous in doing so they never mentioned right. anything about the left so it's another shenanigan out there where they want to like put it out there to the people in reality like we're doing our best. And of course, the lady looked like a like a damn uh, like androgynous goblin. You don't even know what she was, man. She was dude. <laughs> he looked like just like some dysgenic mess, man. I saw a fucking meme about that whole Facebook Instagram shit that was shutting down. It had like a picture of Mark Zuckerberg and then next to it was a picture of Hillary Clinton and she's like fucking all right, time to bust out the hammers and the bleach. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's <laughs> like, all right, let's erase all this fucking data for you. Well, I think they did it because Maybe to cover their butt, but I think it's all. I think it was all fake again. It was just another just thing to to grab. Yeah, another ploy to grab. Yeah, uh, more power over the internet. So, and th why does that matter? Because it it's like a town hall. Uh, it, it's it's a where we can voice our ideas. It's digital and it's not. It's synthetic, but it's what we have. It's it's, li it's literally what we have right now. We can't go out in the streets and talk like this because. It would be frowned upon, right? In polite society, because yeah. you cannot talk any about anything that's not super leftist, or you're going to offend or that's, Karen. That's not politically correct. Yeah. So we need discourse over the internet. We need to have like podcasts like this because they need opposing viewpoints that can't be represented in a digital realm. If they censor everything, which they did, they took off Alex Jones. I, I never watched Alex Jones a lot, but. And he was, I mean, yeah, he I, was pretty far out there. But, but the weird thing is, you look at his stuff now, he was dead nuts I know. right on everything. He was, he was dead true, nuts. true about it, almost about everything that yeah. he talked about. But that's why they got rid of him. Because obviously he's digging. He he knew some stuff that most people didn't know. And he's, you know, he's doing it for a profit like any other too guy. too much, man. They had to get rid of him. But they got rid of him. They got rid of most of the people on the right, on all the, the, uh, platforms that, that were pretty big. They kept like the normie libertarian guys. But anybody, anybody that had any like real following, they're gone. You can't speak out. You got to fall in line. And I think even a lot of those guys are going to be under scrutiny. That's where I see it as they're whittling down. Like the more super conservative guys are gone. Right. They're going to hit the Republicans, and they'll hit the you know they'll hit the the neocons and the freaking. Then the libertarians are going to be next, and they thought they were safe because they're like you know you guys are our buddies. But the, they're not going to stop. A revolution's never stop in the middle. They're going to purge all the way if they can. If it's within a legal realm, they're going to do it. That's the only thing that's stopping them is legalities, I think. They're I don't even think that's legal stopping legal. them, honestly. Well, they're getting sued. I mean, you fucking look at, look at all of uh, last year of 2020. 
you know, or most of last year. Look at all the fucking riots and shit. They got away with everything. Yeah. Nothing. Uh, what's the like? Where's where's all the rest there? You know, where's all the where's all the fucking you know people being in black sites and there all that other shit from the force the law when it favors them. Well, being you know, arrested, that, that, that's no, no arrests. You know. But I'm saying more like the digital realm, like the whole Facebook thing. Exactly right. If it's not in their favor, they take it down. No, they just get rid of it. There was a lot of people I used to listen to that I thought were really entertaining. They're gone. Even then, though, even in the digital realm, dude, a left can say whatever the fuck they want on Facebook. And then if a right person says something, it's like either, you know, this post has false information or it's taken down completely. You know, there's no legality there. It's because they take the whole private business thing into consideration. No, I, no, it's true. I, I just see that they they do it in stages. Like they can't do it all at once, or else it'd be it'd be way too noticeable. They they want to make it look like I feel like they do it where they they want to soften the blow of the psyche of the population, so right. they wear everybody down. So we they do it incrementally. So it's not do. so in your face. It's strategically. They've done it's it strategic, slowly man. through music and movies. They've influenced us. They're just breaking us down until we can't literally stand it or that we yeah. acquiesce to them. Well, you think about like on um, the internet, like who's really on there that's right? Like well, I don't nobody. know. Nobody. They're too busy like working or doing actual things, going to the river and kayaking or doing something productive the left is so counterproductive it's fucking ridiculous they're the do nothing dudes they do absolutely nothing they sit on their phones you're not actually physically doing anything like yes you're maybe marketing yourself on some kind of social platform so it's it's all economic drawn it's all yeah. right there it has it's all what can i sell yes, what can i buy marketing that's, that's basically what we have and like you said a profile a social profile is marketing for yourself who will follow me? Who's interested in seeing my You're day You're making day yourself life. a commodity. Correct. And, that, and that's the thing about the digital realm is you almost have to make yourself a commodity and Then it becomes an obligation. Yourself. And yeah, then you girls have, have like complexes and then they're fucking, yeah. and they're, they have eating disorders. And that's something I wish more people would go against. And I, I know there was probably lawsuits against it of, of young girls that have eating disorders and that end up committing suicide or, or being so malnourished that they they're in the hospital it, it, this was a true travesty in my generation that i watched happen and in real time and it was disgusting to watch all of the trends come and go and friends die it, drug trends there were so many different things that took us down and and it, it was really made internet, us weak internet based yes yeah digital yes that was a complete turnover that was like 2009 and that's that's when they made smartphones smartphones were the worst thing to happen since like christianity yeah ted kaczynski yeah read him it's horrible it is absolutely horrible and mark yeah. zuckerberg is not going to take responsibility for that none of them are because they're getting paid they no they're going to point the fingers at each other the, the, like the afghanistan thing like millie and the the the, the department of justice guy they're going to point fingers at each other until it just disappears into the wind it, it, it's insane you get it's a tiktok culture you, you get on there i don't have tiktok but sometimes uh, i do have instagram but i'll get on there and i i'll see like a real right and it's like a girl dancing around, jumping, and you know her butts doing whatever it does. And then the next girl, the same thing. The next girl, the same thing. The next, I'm like, what is going on here? And that's all it is on the whole internet is just narcissism on a right, huge level. There's no shame. 
there's no modesty no. and they're beautiful women. I don't take that away from them, but it's, it's like the whole value. It's not value. beautiful if every girl's doing well, the same exactly. thing. And that's the value, the scarcity aspect. If everybody can have a thing, then it is, it means nothing. No. So if I can just click on a girl's Instagram profile and I see all she has to offer, then she is less There's worth less. There's no depth right now at all. There's TikTok. That's the depth that we they got. They still get paid though. I don't know, but they still make money from doing literally nothing. It's fucking ridiculous. And it's terrible for people that are actually out in reality creating. Maybe they're working a, a real job, a labor job. They're actually building something. And now that, that changes the, the word of infrastructure. So infrastructure changes. So now it's not tangible things that is actual infrastructure. That's so true. now they're investing into things that aren't even in this reality. So I'm going to dump a how much billions of dollars into nothing, into uh, other people's pockets so they can innovate. And that's another made-up word, innovation. What does that even mean? It means that they got to make up something more to sell you. They got to sprinkle some magic dust on it. Tax. Yeah. Innovation can inno- sell you something new. Yeah, well, silly. innovation did mean something. It, it did. did. You know, but now, it, in the we modern were, world, we, what do we, we need, though? We used to be a, a staple for innovation, you know, but now... How do you innovate just, that something that doesn't exist, though? You can't innovate something that does is not tangible in this reality. Well, yeah, you're talking about you're talking about the digital plane, and it is just another they can make variation. It faster. It's an, gonna... faster, another variation. Yeah, it's oh, it's the it's the entertainment thing, man. We 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 like these shiny objects, and they they find another way to get us hooked. It's a rabbit hole. It's such a rabbit hole. It's like something that just takes time away from you, and you don't even realize it. Days, weeks, months, people's lives are devoted to this stuff, and they just disappear. And then they have no effect on this reality whatsoever. They can die and they were nothing. True. They meant true. nothing. Well, and the thing is, though, like technology isn't going to go anywhere. The, no. the digital age is here and it's here to stay. So you either adapt and overcome or you die. I'd rather die and just be known by my family. I'm going to have like 12 <laughs> kids and just be known as the madman. If you get there. Shh. I, have faith, I have faith in myself. I, I see it as this. I, I think I went for a long time without a smartphone. I think... When I met you, I, I you were barely learning how to like download apps. You were still yeah, learning to copy know, and paste. I didn't bro. know anything about technology. I was a book guy and a flip phone guy, like Captain Kirk, the communicator. You know, <laughs> like beam me up, Scotty. But once you have a smartphone and you use technology, they have you because it's like a crutch. You you need it for maps to drive around. It's super convenient. You have so much information. There are banks on there. Well, I went to California and I'm like, well. Like when did this uh, ride first uh, get installed in Disneyland? What you know, you you there's you have so much information at your fingertips, but the problem is, I think it may have effect on our memories because you don't really meet very many intelligent people or people that have like great memories. Have you seen that movie Surrogates? No. It, probably nobody's seen it. It had um it had a uh, Bruce Willis in it, and basically what it was oh, was he's a cop. It, nobody's really seen this movie, but it's a yes. good one because it's kind of like showed the future in a way. They have these symbiotic bodies, these robot bodies. Mm-hmm. Well, well, they plug in at their house to like the internet, and then this symbiotic robot body lives their life. The android lives their life for them, and they oh, never leave God. the house. It's just basically what's going on, except where we don't have the avatars, but they have the avatars, where they have one side that's fighting against the. Uh, the robot androids that they want to be humans and closer to nature, and then you have the other people that want to del- that want to live in the digital realm. So that sounds like okay. My first point would be, what's the blue people avatar? 
that movie Avatar, they're literally talking about avatars, which yeah. is kind of interesting. Uh, my second point would be there's this like a competition show for singing, and now you're you don't yeah, have to show that. your physical body, so oh, they yeah. can't the judges can't judge you on your physical appearance. They're gonna judge you purely on your voice because now you have an avatar, and these people are like green that. goblins or whatever yeah, they I want this that. character to be. Weird. Is yeah, really the Avatar weird. portion of it is it, it is weird to me. I I think it's cool that they don't get to see them. Um, it but, is cool. It's interesting. But the whole Avatar, like, yeah, it, just make it a regular person. It's off putting. Like, yeah, it is. Or don't show an Avatar at all. Just have them sing. You know, like have them listen to the voice. You know, that's singing. Yeah. You know, no Avatar. Yeah. Just take the fucking Avatar out. It's fucking weird. It's so weird. I don't know. I think the graphics have gotten to another level, and I think that's just another thing that they're going to take advantage well, of. What they call that, the uncanny valley, where something looks too real, and it's off-putting to It's to It's humans. surreal. Yeah, it's you, like... You know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah. the avatar that, that is on stage, it like like it moves, like the lips move and all that other stuff. It has like facial expressions and everything. But it almost looks cartoon as well. Like a It cartoon. reminds me of this movie I've seen. Oh, he's like a cop. Cool it's World? It's, no, it's... Um, Is it Cool World with Brad Pitt? The 2043. Or 20... Uh, Maze Runner. No, I haven't seen He that. walks in there and he has a digital girlfriend. Yeah. Like, it's like a, oh, a Blade? rail system. Blade Runner. Blade, there you Blade go. Runner. Maze Runner. And oh, he has like a I, rail system in like, his home. Hold on. That's like blasphemy to all the uh, Ryan Gosling guys. So he is literally me. I see the memes. He is literally me. <laughs> <laughs> like you haven't seen the old Blade Runner, have you? No. <laughs> you got to watch that. I haven't. Yeah. I've seen that. And I, I just, like, I gave 80s. It, like, the 80s version. What, what bro. does he say at the end? He's like, I've seen a, a fire in zero gravity. Yeah. Well, that's it for this episode of The Order of the Higher Man. Um, I'm Chris. It's Jerry. Will. Have a good evening, day, afternoon, wherever you may be. <laughs>